Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So we want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it and then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Well, folks, it's true. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. And I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds, and it is forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. No, I didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer. If I lose it, give account if I abuse it. Just a tiny little minute, but our eternities are wrapped up in it. I'm grateful for this minute, this moment, this opportunity to be on with you to bring this show to you one more time. I'm grateful, I'm grateful, I'm grateful. And I'm grateful for each and every one of you. Thank you, thank you, thank you for taking time out of your schedule to listen. Thank you, thank you, thank you for sharing this with your friends and family members. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your support, not only of me, but also of my guest. And the fact that after I do these interviews, you go and get these resources and you you send their books to the top of the bestsellers list. So thank you. I appreciate you. I'm grateful for you. And I am glad that I am able 
to be able to be here today to share these ideas with you as you grow and go to the next level. Well, you know, I take time to first uh, give you a grateful thankfulness, and I am grateful for that. But then I'm also very grateful that I am able to, to take a moment to give God some glory, just give God some praise, to thank Him for life, to thank Him for strength, to thank Him for health. These, I, sh- I say to people, should not be taken uh, and, and, and granted and, and, and just assume that you're going to have good health and you're going to be blessed. Every day you wake up and you are blessed with good health, you should be grateful, grateful, grateful. And I certainly am grateful. And I am grateful for each and every opportunity that I get to give God the glory. I am grateful for life and strength and health. I am grateful for friends and family. I am grateful for the things that money cannot buy. And I'm grateful to be able to have that opportunity. And I'm thankful that I have this platform to share it. Then I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor. I'm happy to have the support of Truist Bank. And I want to tell you about Truist money and mindset. The way you think and feel about money can affect your confidence and frankly, your total well-being. That's especially true when life gets hard, when it gets real and throws challenges your way. So money and mindset from Truist gives you tips and tools to help you feel more financially prepared through your planned life experiences and the ones that happen to you. Folks, this sounds really helpful and it is. You can check out money and mindset by heading to truest.com and you'll find it in the main menu. Truest.com, remember F-D-I-C. Well, I've got a good friend of mine on. I am so grateful for this guy. I am so grateful for his impact, not just his impact now, but his impact over the years. He's a New York Times bestselling author. He is a history maker. He's iconic because not only did he live an incredible life, but then it was memorialized in a book and then memorialized in a movie that became a well-known best-selling movie. And he was portrayed by Will Smith. And you know the movie. It was called The Pursuit of Happiness, a best-selling New York Times book. My friend, the one and only CEO, Chief Chief Executive Officer of Gardner Rich and Company, the one and only Chris Gardner. Chris, my brother, how are you? I am fine, but I want to update you on something. I am no longer the CEO of Gardner Rich and Company. Oh, okay. You're the founder. I am the the CEO of happiness. That's my job. Okay, that's, that's my it. job. Okay, that's your job. So there don't, you go. don't believe everything you see on the internet. That's dated. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> he is the CEO of Happiness, but the founder of Gardner Rich and Company. And for those who just might have been in a closet for the last few years, uh, I'm going to let him tell the story from where he came in, where you were. If you were not around, you didn't hear this story. Everybody knows knows the pursuit of happiness, but he started as a uh, as a guy who finished high school and then uh, went into the service and, and and had some other experiences. He was even, I love in the book how he tells the story of cleaning bedpans at a nursing home uh, and the lessons he learned and how all of this is transferable. I'll let you tell the story because no one could tell it like Chris Gardner. 
Well, first of all, Willie, let me say this. I am so thankful and honored to be with you and, and your audience today. Uh, it is indeed a blessing. And I've got to tell you, I am right now living the most incredible part of my life. And it's not got anything to do with money, toys, or stuff. I am right now, Will, doing some of the most important work that I've ever done in my life, next to raising my children. Chris, hold one second. There's something in the background. Every time you speak, it sounds like a, a song or something. That's Miles Davis, and he's not going anywhere. Oh, okay. I just want to make sure I knew what uh, that was. No, that's Miles Davis. All this right. is Miles' studio. I'm sitting in Miles' studio. <laughs> 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 I okay. wonder what that music was. That's Miles. Oh, okay. That's Miles. Man, as a matter of fact, it's funny you should ask about that. I was on a call the other day with somebody and said, well, we, the, the music's distracting. I hung up on him. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you don't dig Miles, we ain't got nothing to talk about. <laughs> you okay. know, I like how you talk right? about Miles in the book and how. Let me tell you something. <clears throat> it's incredible. Go ahead, my brother. Miles, uh, my first ambition in life, I wanted to become Miles Davis. Yes. And let me say this to you. I didn't want to be a jazz musician. I did not want to be a musician. I wanted to be Miles Davis. But my mom at a point, she heard me say that out loud. And she explained to me, son, there's only one Miles Davis and he's got that job. You gotta be Chris Gardner. And you know what's interesting about the time we had this conversation, Will, I have been tr playing trumpet for nine years. Okay? Wow. And when we had this conversation, I'll never forget. I had to sit down and listen. We sat down at the kitchen table. Now, I don't know how this worked at your house, Will, but at our house, when you got called to the kitchen table and it was not supper time, that was not good news. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> right? Absolutely. And that's kind of like, we're going to have a come to Jesus meeting right, right. here. Right. And she explained to me, baby, you can't be Miles Davis. And I had to look at the facts. The facts were, at 18 years of age, Miles Davis was in New York City playing with Quincy Jones and Dizzy Gillespie. At the same age, I was in Milwaukee, Wisconsin, playing with some boys named Pookie and Ray Ray. <laughs> <laughs> All right? So I had to accept that it wasn't going to happen. But it was also will about this time. As a young man, I heard Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. speak one night. As a matter of fact, it was the last speech he ever gave in his life. He was speaking to a group of municipal employees, garbage men down in Memphis, Tennessee. And this message to those men that night was, whatever you're going to do with your life, you should seek to become the best at it. Yes. I believe his exact words were, if you're going to be a garbage man, you should seek to become the best garbage man in sweet speech like Shakespeare wrote poetry. Yep. And right there, Will, I made the second most important decision that I ever made in my life. That decision was, I'm going to become world-class at whatever I do with my life. Not Amen. good at it, not pretty good at it, but world-class at it. 
Yes. Okay. Now let's define world class and keep it simple. For anyone listening right now, whatever business or industry that you're in or business or industry that you want to go into, at some point, there's going to be a conversation going on. And the question is going to come up. Who's the best in the business? Right. Somebody ought to say your name. Mm. Come on, somebody. Come on, somebody. Same conversation, same question. Who's the best in the business? If nobody says your name, then you've got work to do. Amen. Amen. Same conversation, same question. Who's the best in the business? If nobody says your name and you don't care, get out of the business. It's it's they is it's a game over. You, you, you know, don't care, get out of the business because you'll never be any good. Speaking about Miles Davis and your affinity to the Miles, and for people who are listening or joining in, we're listening to Miles while we're talking to Chris, and he talks about Miles and the lessons. There are a lot of lessons in his new book that we're going to talk about. But you give a quote from Dr. Maya Angelou mm-hmm. that talks about when you mentioned. You wanted to be Miles. She gave you this tremendous quote. Oh, I love it. Man. That was a tremendous man, quote. Let me tell you something. We had the same conversation you and I just had a second ago about that desire to become Miles. And what Dr. Angela said to me was, Mr. Gardner, you don't understand. You are Miles. You're just playing a different instrument now. Come on, somebody. When I read that, I said, whoo. Man, when, when Maya know. Angelou said that to you, you must have had shivers, boy. Hey, I still get shivers, man. And to tell you the truth, Dr. Angelo, man, that is a voice that we could all benefit from hearing right now. Amen. That Amen. voice of reason, that voice of passion and clarity and strength. I'll never forget, Will, our last conversation. I didn't know it was going to be our last conversation, but it turned out it was. We were talking about struggle. Mm. And I'll never forget her words to me. Dr. Angela was one of those people where when she spoke, I didn't just listen with my ears. I watched her lips move because I did not want to miss a single syllable. Right. Not a word. I didn't want to miss a syllable. And what she said to me about struggle is that we must all be mindful that there were people who came before us, who came up a steeper side of this mountain, carrying a bigger and heavier load with little to no opportunity, but they kept going forward, onward, and upward. Amen. Amen. still I rise. And still I rise. Well, this has been done before, but now it's our turn. It's our turn. We're going to talk about the lessons that... Chris Gardner shares about life, about success, about achievement, and about wealth creation in his brand new book, Permission to Dream. And I am excited about this book. It is fantastic. Let me just say, fantastic. It's different. It's true because he tells us it's a story about his granddaughter and the lessons he taught his granddaughter on a trip to go get a harmonica. It's incredible. It's incredible. Folks, stay tuned. Don't go nowhere. And we're going to drop some pearls and gems and, and priceless diamonds on you today that will change your life. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast with my special guest, the one and only 
Chris Gardner. And the C, he is the CEO of happiness. And we're going to tell you how you can get to happiness as well as fulfillment. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. We'll be right back. And for sure, the best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. This is Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast, and I'm excited. I want to first encourage everybody, everybody, please do me a favor and go to winwithwillie.com. Winwithwillie.com. When you get there, do me a favor and get some of the free stuff I got there for you because I want you to grow. I want you to succeed. I want you to prosper. So we want to give more resources to more people so that you can be blessed. And as a result of you being blessed, 
you be a blessing to others. That's the favor I want. Okay. As you give, shall shall it be given unto you, pressed down, shaken together, overflowing. And what that means is as I give out, it comes back to me in ways I might not have expected. But if you do good for others, you know, there's a sign on my desk. We cannot do all the good the world needs, but the world needs all the good we can do. And so I want to encourage you to keep doing good and go get these free resources, winwithwilly.com. And, and then join us every Monday night. Monday night, my bride and I, we do our Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, the broadcast television show, 9 o'clock Eastern on A Jolly Marriage on Facebook, A Jolly Marriage on Instagram and Willie Jolly LinkedIn Live, where we talk about lessons from our book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last, 10 Secrets to Shape a Great Marriage. We're 37 years in, haven't had an argument in 35 years. So we want to tell Lottie Dottie and everybody how to have greater success in your relationships. And if there are issues, how we can help you repair them. Again, go to jollymarriage.com. Get the resources, get the books, get the packages and, and grow your relationship. My special guest is a gentleman who you've seen the movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. And remember, happiness is spelled H-A-P-P-Y-N-E-S-S, The Pursuit of Happiness. Uh, Will Smith portrayed him in the movie, but his life is so much bigger even than in the movie. And he has a new book out called Permission to Dream. Chris Gardner, and it's the author of The Pursuit of Happiness. And in this book, after having a New York Times bestseller with The Pursuit of Happiness, we believe, and a major motion picture starring Will Smith, he's also the author of Start Where You Are. And he now is the founder of Gardner Rich and Company, but now is the CEO of, uh, the Pursu- of Happiness. He's the CEO of Happiness. And he is doing that. He's impact and still traveling like a big, dog. I mean, this dude is on the road, but he chooses the one he wants to go to now. But this book, let me tell you about this book. It's a story that focuses on a day with his granddaughter and how his granddaughter wanted to become a, or get a, not even become, get a harmonica. And he said, I'm going to find you the Rolls Royce of harmonicas. I'm going to find you the best harmonica the world-class harmonica. And they found it in a little uh, off-the-track off store in Chicago. And he tells the story of going, but the lessons he shared with her in the cab, on the, on the walk, on the bus, and over lunch, that will change your life. So Chris, let's, got, let's start. First, what inspired you to write this book, my brother? Well, I had to, man. As a result of that conversation, to put it mildly with my granddaughter, that started because she asked me a question. The question was, Papa, what's the difference between a dream and a plan? Mm. Now, this is a nine-year-old girl asking me this question. And that immediately will turned into, in my mind, what if this were the last conversation that you were gonna have with your child? Mm. What would you want her to know about where we are from, where we've been, and most importantly, where she could go. Yes. Hence this permission to dream. Wow. Makes me think back on my mom and maybe some of your folks. My mother made the decision and gave herself permission to dream when she left Louisiana. The decision was, and we're part of this great migration in the late 40s and early 50s, 
that never really got acknowledged or talked about enough. But this migration of African-Americans who left the South going north to seek a better life. Yes. Now, we all know it didn't always work out as they had hoped. That's not the point. But the point is, she gave herself permission to dream. Her dream was, in her own words to me, my children will never pick cotton. Mm, Wow. Because she made that decision, gave herself permission to dream. My siblings and I, first in my family's history, to have never picked cotton. Wow. Because she made that decision and decisions that I made, my children became the first in my family to ever attend and graduate from colleges and universities. Wow. Because I made that decision, what that means, Will, is for my granddaughter, there are no more first. There's only now and next. And mm. she has been given permission to dream. Amen. Well, I love this first line in uh, one of the chapters, page number 33. Uh, her name is Brooke. I uh, wanted, uh, wanted to ask the question because they were talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. And he said, what's the dream between, difference between a dream and a plan? And then what about a wish? And, and, and she, a wish, she said, well, that's something you want to come true with magic. He said, mm-hmm. you're right. Go yeah. on. And a dream. Is something you make happen. Come on, somebody. You've got to have a plan. you got to have a plan. plan. And not just a plan, Will. I will go further than that and say you must have a plan A. Mm. What is plan A? Now, this is just what worked for me. I know yes. a lot of folks are going to feel like, well, you got to have a plan B and a plan C. The problem with that for me, Will, is there are 26 letters in the alphabet. Does that mean you got 26 different plans? <laughs> I don't know. Well, <clears throat> I know some people out there right now are saying, well, what about plan B? Let me tell you something. I'm talking to you right now from Chicago. I'm going to give you three examples of people who were committed to plan A, not plan B. Okay. Michael Jordan got six NBA championship rounds. Six, because he was committed to plan A, not plan B. Mm. Oprah Winfrey became the queen of all media because she was committed to plan A, not plan B. Barack Obama served two terms as president of the United States because he was committed to plan A, not plan B. My, my, my. Tell this to young people all around the world. Plan B sucks. <laughs> well, if plan B was any good, it'd be plan A. <laughs> plan B distracts from plan A. They focus on plan A. I'm going to give you one more example. All I got to say is three words. David versus Goliath. Right. That was plan A. That's right. That's that right. Plan A and one shot. Right. And you know what, Will? I got to tell you something, man. Sometimes in life, that's all you want is one good, clean shot. Absolutely. Okay. You know, you, there's a quote. I, go ahead. I, go ahead. I got, I got a quote. I got a quote I use by you. Here's a quote I use by you. And I use it often. And particularly, I often use it with my uh, family members and, fr- and close friends. And I'm telling somebody that I say, look, Les Brown says something. Wherever you are in your life, 
you made a decision and an appointment to be there. And then I said, and then my friend Chris Gardner says, he expands on that. He says, wherever you are in your life, you drove there. Mm. Mm -hmm. But if you drove there, you can drive out. Come on, somebody. Woo! You've got a choice to drive out, which is right in the book. And, and, and on page number, let's see, uh, uh, thir- uh, 59, it says, one thing I learned to say to myself, nobody can stop you but you. Mm. Uh, mm. It's on me. Nobody mm. eventually can stop you. Isn't that right, Chris? Well, that's why we spell happiness with a Y. I've had people stop me all around the world and say to me, well, you know you spell happiness wrong. (laughs) 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 Well, that why is there to make us all mindful that it is you and your responsibility, you and your opportunity to create the life that you want for you and your family. Yes. That's why we spell happiness with a why, okay? Yes. The person that cares the most about you and your family lives in your house, not the White House. Come on now. Lives in your house, not the White House. It's whoever's in the White House is going to change every four to eight years. But the person that lives in your house, that's who's got the power, ultimately. And that's who is on, ultimately. It's on you. It's on you. And I love being in that position, Will, because if it comes down to not to talk athletics, I'm not an athlete, but if it comes down to one shot, I want that shot. Right, right. So me, about me, my family, me and my vision for the future, I want that shot. Amen. Amen. That's it. You want that. Yeah. Also, I'm going to make sure that I'm ready. Hey, that's it. You got to be ready. I'm going to put in the work. I'm going to put in the work. And the work always comes before you invest. I love another quote in here. You say, don't just invest the money, invest the time. Well, work you on it. Invest the time. You before invest. you invest the money, in fact, you say, before you invest the money, invest, invest the time. time. Yes, sir. Oh, man. This, this is a book I want everybody to go get. It's go- And I want you to get multiple copies. Mm. I want you to get copies for your family members. I want you to get copies for your friends. I want you to get multiple copies because you're going to want, after you read it, and you got to read it with a different mindset because you can't read it like a regular self-help book where there's point A, point B. You've got to be willing to look for the pearls that mm. are all through this book. They're pearls all through this book. We're going to take a quick break. For station identification, when we come back, we're going to go through some of these pearls, like the three R's. Oh, yeah, we got three R's that will be life-changing for you and how Chris Gardner was able to go from being someone who was homeless to creating a Wall Street behemoth in terms of investment uh, and uh, financial services. It's an incredible story. And there's another part to the story we don't know about the second child that came along. There's another piece to the second part of the pursuit of happiness. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. We're going to be right back. 
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his Note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and started to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a set up for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast, coast to coast, border to border with people all over the world now who are getting an opportunity to be able to access these shows via this network or via the podcast, the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast, available on C-Suite Radio, C as in Charlie, Sweet as in Sweeter Room, S-U-I-T-E Radio. Go and subscribe there. Or it's also available on iHeart, on Spotify, on Stitcher, or TuneIn, and Apple Podcasts. And also, we want you to get access to the resources we have. As I said, winwithwilly.com, because we got the, a, a click a link there or place there. You can see the icons. We got a piece for our marriage site and a piece, a place for our faith based site and a place for our youth motivation site where we help motivate kids around the country in schools and, and help them to change their thinking. In fact, a gentleman I was at a book signing the other day. He said, I just retired from the school system and I played your video every year in every class that came in my class. I played your, your PBS special for young people and it had such an impact. So you can go there if you got young people who want to get motivated and you want to motivate them. Okay. And I again want to thank our sponsor, Truest Financial, who have been so supportive of everything we've done. And I'm so excited about Truest Bank. I want to tell you about Truest Money and Mindset. The way you think and feel about money can affect your confidence and, frankly, your well-being. Well, we're excited about this new thing called Truest Financial, as well as the fact that they believe in better lives and communities begin with care. That includes caring a lot about the well-being of their clients, their customers. Let me tell you what I mean. Truist is really interested in improving the connection between your finances and your personal well-being. So they launched Money and Mindset. It's an online resource, resource to help you build financial confidence and a healthier mindset around your money. 
I've spent time and I'm grateful that I'm a, a, a accessed person to this money and mindset co- concept. And it's the real deal. One good takeaway I found that when you're on top of your finances, you can enjoy the benefits beyond reaching your goals. Think reducing overall stress or feeling greater reassurance knowing that you're better prepared for a financial challenge should it come your way. There's also a Truest Money and Mindset podcast for all you podcast listeners looking for some real talk about money. It's called Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So I highly, I mean, highly encourage you to take some time, jump online, and take advantage of this great resource. Search Truest Money and Mindset online or head to truest.com where you can find it in the main menu. Truest, a bank that cares. My special guest is the one and only, my brother, my friend. Let me tell you, I went to hear him speak. He was in D.C. He called me. He said, man, I'm coming to D.C. I said, I'm coming to hear you. He was at uh, National Harbor, Gaylord, and it must have been 3,000 people there. We sat backstage and we laughed and joked, and we're good buddies. And then he went on stage, and he blew them away. People were jumping on their feet. They were running up to the stage. It was phenomenal. And he just told a story and he did it in a way only he can do it. My brother, Chris Gardner. My man, I never forget that day, boy. You were outstanding. I outstanding. I miss those days Well, I haven't been able to do a live in-person event of that magnitude for a while because of the space we've been in. Yes. But I did a couple of weeks ago. I had to go out and do an event in Vegas, man. Now I've been doing this, this, yes. this technology, all right? Yes. For like everybody else for the last two years. But Will had to walk on that stage, man, and there were 5,000 people in the room, right? And nothing will ever replace the live event. Absolutely. Absolutely. Nothing's going to replace that. You walk out there, you can feel that energy in the room and you can read the room, you know, and there's a sense of your radar starts. Okay, real good. Right. And I was a little concerned, well, initially, because I was saying to myself, wow, Chris, man, you haven't done this in a minute. I mean, you kind of, can you still do it? I do you gotta, <laughs> I just feel it, right? It's something that fighters. You see that picture behind me, Muhammad Ali. Something the great fighters referred to as ring rust. Yes. Right? But let me tell you something, man. We lit that thing up. And the point is, Will, it just felt so good to be back out in a controlled environment. Sure. Now, when I say controlled, let me be clear on that. I was controlling my environment because I was the only person in Vegas wearing a mask. <laughs> you, I was there last summer. You're right. I was the only one in Vegas wearing a mask. You're right. Man, I'm controlling my environment. Amen. Amen. Feel, right. Amen. Well, let let me let me do a recap here for those people who uh, want to hear the story. So you grew up in Milwaukee, and uh, if I'm correct, you went to the same elementary school as Oprah. Am I right? Did you write that? Oprah Winfrey and I are the same age, same Zodiac sign, and went to the same elementary school. Wow. Okay. It is one of the reasons that I'm doing what I'm doing right now, Will, which is making an alternative investment in human capital. Mm. I am right now 
I initially said, well, I went to speak at 100 schools. I thought that was a big number, 100 schools, you know, like 10 cities, 10, you know, like 10 schools each city. Man, we blew through that number. And then COVID hit. So we had to make the hard pivot from doing a live and person event to using technology and doing it this way. Yeah. Man, last year alone, we did 435 schools, Will. Wow. High schools, middle schools, and upper level elementary schools. Wow. And let me tell you something. Those fifth and sixth graders, those people scare me to death. <laughs> well, you know why? Because they ask you big people questions and little people's bodies. Yes. Right? So yeah. you got this is where being a grandfather comes in handy because you got to put that through that eight and that nine-year-old filter in your head, your response. Yes. You can talk to an 18-year-old different than you can a 10-year-old. Right. That's right? right. Yep. So give you a for instance, man. We were in Los Angeles. 400 kids, this is at the beginning, early stages of the pandemic and the lockdown. And a little boy asked me, Mr. Gardner, when you were a little boy, were you ever afraid to go home? Well, that's not a question a child asks you out of general curiosity. That's right. That's right. There's a reason for that. That's okay? right. The yeah. great thing about that question was, the district superintendent for the school system happened to be on the call, and now they know. Maybe we need to pay a little bit more attention to this little boy's environment. Right. Okay? Right. This thing we're doing in schools right now, Will, I got to tell you, man, giving young people permission to dream. I love this. I love this. I specifically love it because I started as a youth speaker. So mm -hmm. for those who know, I started 30 years ago as a drug prevention coordinator with D.C. Public Schools, started speaking to youth. And for the first five years, I did almost a, a million young people. And that's what led me to do the PBS special for young people. And it's about dream. Dream, uh, in the name of the PBS special, in order to do the incredible, you must dream the impossible. So we're going to have to partner on some of this stuff, uh, 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 Chris, as time goes on, on how we can reach even more uh, young people together and what we can do. You know, uh, you take a horse at one by itself can pull 1,500 pounds and another horse that by itself can pull say 10,000 pounds. You think together they could pull 2,500 pounds, but together they can pull 45 because it's the momentum that happens when the two of them are hooked together and working and moving in the same direction. I want to go in back into this story a little more. You go through elementary school, Milwaukee, you get out of high school, then you went into Navy. Is that when you went to Navy? Man, I joined the Navy when I was 18 years of age. That was the greatest single decision I made in my life that time, that was the third most important decision. Because, Will, I grew up saying to myself, I wanted to do something that was bigger than what I saw every day. And it made sense to me, if you want to do bigger things, you got to see bigger things. Right. Now, I never knew my father. That was his decision, not mine. Okay. But I had these three uncles, <clears throat> Archie, Willie, Henry, all of whom had served in different branches of the U.S. military, U.S. Army, U.S. Air Force, U.S. Marine Corps. I learned many, many years later that the reason none of them had ever served in the Navy was because none of them could swim. <laughs> well, but they made sure that I knew how. 
Amen. My point is this. I grew up hearing all these stories about Hong Kong, Tokyo, Singapore, Paris, London, Germany. And I knew going to college was never on my radar. I was going to join the Navy and see the world. Yeah. And I stress to young people, look, think about it for a second. Every job that exists in the civilian world exists in the U.S. military. It's not just all people running around carrying machine guns. Right. Right. We right. got accountants. We got attorneys. We got doctors. We got teachers. We got people in IT. We got the programmers. Everything that exists in the civilian world exists in the military. And I always share with people this one story about a dear friend of mine. We enlisted at the same time. Uh-huh. He went ahead and he did the whole tour. He did 20 years. So he retired with a full government pension at 38. Wow. And because of the specialization that he developed in the U.S. military, he started his own company and the Department of Defense had to hire him as a private contractor to do the same job he had been doing for the last 20 years. But now they got to pay him 10 times more than what they were. Wow. Okay. Wow. So instead of retiring after another 20 years, now he's 58, what he did was he sold his company to the employees that helped him build it. Mm. Not the whole company. He kept a piece. Right. And I'm like, man, let me make sure I got this right. So you are now 58 years old. You got three checks coming in every month and you never have to leave the house. Well, your uncles teach you about fishing and tackle boxes. They teach you about the military. You go in the military, you come out the military, you work in a uh, senior citizen's home uh, or a nursing home, cleaning bedpans and so forth. And then you get this uh, relationship. You have a baby, uh, Chris, little Chris, Mm -hmm. and your uh, significant other one day says, I don't want to do this no more. Leaves you with the baby. You start doing medical sales, selling these mach- uh, machines and so forth, which they saw in the movie. And then you say, I made a big mistake. I quit the job when I thought I had the next opportunity, but the guy who had given me the opportunity was fired or left. And, mm-hmm. and then you had to scramble. Now you got the little boy, your diaper, she disappears. And then you say, okay, I got to do this. You got nothing, no money coming in. So you end up up homeless and you are living on the BART. Let, uh, let, let, let me let me interject. Yeah. Hold on, hold we gotta take a break. We're gonna come right back. I want to go back in the story as soon as we come back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and we'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient, it's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me when you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me.
Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education. There's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went, and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly, my special guest, Chris Gardner. Chris, you're getting ready to give me more insight into that story. uh, Just for some of the listeners who may not be aware, in the film, you saw Jaden Smith play my son as a five-year-old. They did that for the dialogue between the characters. In reality, at this point in time, my son was 14 months old. Wow. He was still in diapers. Wow. So that changes everything. Everything, yep. But that goes back to something we talk about, Will, in the book the importance of making decisions that will change your life. The single most important decision I ever made in my life, I made it as a five-year-old boy. Mm. That decision was, when I grow up, become a man and have children, my children are going to know who their father is. Amen. That singularly is the most important decision that I ever made in my life because that decision, Will, didn't just change my life. That changed the lives of my yet-to-have-been-born children and my grandchild. Amen. That one decision had generational impact. When I made the decision to break that one link in that chain of cycles that have plagued my family, when I broke that one link of child abandonment, all of the other associate links were instantly shattered, including child abuse, domestic violence, alcoholism, illiteracy, 
powerlessness, and generational poverty. Woo! Come on, okay? bro. <laughs> that let one decision. Make, let, let me say that a little bit different if I can. I made the decision that if I had to sleep in the public washroom with my child tied on my back as a 30-year-old man, I made that decision as a five-year-old boy. Wow. And that's what and you that's did. That's what I'm talking with young people about all around the world right now. Wow. That's fantastic. Okay? Well, you did that's that. You you stayed, you slept in the washroom, you slept in the bark, you slept at the church, you mm. you 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 took home food once you got into the program. It's one do you read the story, folks? It's incredible. But then we know that part and how he succeeded, but then there's a part two mm. that he and his uh, significant other at that time, they, they connected again and they had another child. And mm -hmm. she said, I'll take the children during the school year. He'll take them during the summers. And he was building his investment firm. And mm -hmm. then one day he comes home from work and here's this, this woman with these two children, their luggage. And he says, what? They, she said, I, 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 I can't do this. And, and they go up to his, his, his uh, apartment and he said, let me go in and wash my face. He comes out, out, she gone again. Now he got two children. One is four years age difference. And he's trying to build this company. They don't sell that. They don't have that in the movie, but that's the oh, rest yeah. of the story. Oh, well, well, that, that's why we go do something called the sequel. <laughs> and I already told Will Smith, look, I saw the check that you got for playing me. Yeah. I could beat me for half of that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I could beat me real good for half of that. Okay? But he built this company and then he tells how he did it, though. That's the not just perseverance. The movie's more about the perseverance and determination and not giving up and hanging in there and being persistent. But the, the, the rest of the story is what I want to get to. So here's something I do. And I think this is a great tie in. At every interview now, Chris, I, I ask my guests if we were to go to Howard University or one of the universities here in Washington, D.C., you came to town, I took you over there and we went to a business class and I'd say to the to the uh, students, hey, here is uh, Chris Gardner and he is world renowned. Uh, Chris, give them three or four. You got us. You got to do this. You got to do this if you want to be success, successful. Well, I want you to give to the you got us that are so profound in the book, the three you got us that are the three R's. Come on, somebody. Those three R's are outstanding. Please share them. Well, you know, let's go back now. You and I are probably old enough to remember the original three R's. Yeah. Reading, writing, arithmetic. Uh, that song was written by Sir William Doyle in 1798. Wow. Now, that song, reading, writing, arithmetic. Well, there's a new three R's. I would call them the rep, the rap, and the Rolodex. Come on. In this world right now today, you must maintain a reputation for excellence and integrity in your business and your personal life. Absolutely. The rap, you've got to be able to communicate. You can have the best goods, services, or products in the world, but if you cannot rap, You'll never sell anything. Yes. And the Rolodex. And for some mm -hmm. of our younger listeners, there used to be this big paper thing that sat on your desk, looked like a wheel. Before there was a smartphone, it was something called the Rolodex. That's right. What you're talking about there are your relationships. Wow. Relationships can do things that money cannot. That's right. 
Relationships can be more important than money. And relationships must be invested in, they must be treasured, they must be nourished and valued. And I gotta tell you something, go, go back to the movie for a second. The guy in the film who sits me down at the end of the movie and says, Chris, uh, wear a shirt tomorrow because tomorrow's gonna be your first day if you like to work here as a broker. That guy to this day is one of my best friends in the whole world. Wow. Uh, we sit on a couple of major boards together. We make major business decisions and investments together. And that's been 37 years, well. And I don't do anything without talking to Marshall. Wow. Right? So relationships are everything. I think back on the relationships that helped me to learn, and not just learn, but master the business that I was in on Wall Street. Man, my mentors. W.J. Kennedy III. That's a great story about W.J. Kennedy. Please give a little insight in that. Well, Mr. Kennedy, Mr. Kennedy was the chairman and CEO of North Carolina Mutual, which at that time was the largest Black-owned financial institution in the United States. Yeah. Right? Mr. Kennedy had two MBAs, New York University and Wharton. Wow. So... I didn't have to go to college. I just called Mr. Kennedy. <laughs> I just called Mr. Kennedy, Mrs. Barbara Scott Fresco. Man, became like a second mom to me. Second African-American woman to ever graduate from Yale Law School. Sat on the board of directors of some of the biggest Fortune 500 companies in the world. Became the general counsel for the Motion Picture Association. But most importantly, she invested in me. Yeah. She yes. saw something in me. Mr. Kennedy saw something in me that reminded them of where they had been. Yes. And yes. that's why the work, the work I'm doing right now, Will, making this investment alternative investment in human capital, making this investment in young folks. This is the most important thing I'm doing in my life right now. Wow. Well, folks, he just shared with you what I share every week. It's two ways to get to any goal, mentors and mistakes. Both mm -hmm. will get you there. One just gets you there with less headaches, heartaches, and not subside your head. Get good mentors. What I recommend is you make a point to listen to these interviews. Some mentors you'll be face-to-face -face with. Some mentors will be people who you never meet, but you can read their works. You can listen to their, their materials. You can listen to their interviews. That's why I tell you to get the podcast. All the great people I've had, hundreds of people who are on my podcast, Colin Powell, Damon John, Les Brown, um, uh, um, John uh, Maxwell. We got Chris Gardner. We got great interviews that people can inspire. Well, we only got a couple more minutes. Where can people get the book, Chris? Permission to Dream. Chris Gardner, where can they get this book? You know what my preference would be? First of all, let me tell you something. The book, when that book came out, man, we were, look, when the Wall Street Journal selected the book as book of the month, Mm. All right, look here. Well, well, that's not about sales. That's about content and ideas. Okay? Yes, yes. Uh, tremendously excited about that. And I recorded the book, Will, in my own voice. I will never do anything like that again. <laughs> if, 
Oh my God. It's work. It's not as simple as you just sitting there reading a book. You've got a director over here. You got the producer over there. You got the engineer over here and they're all take turns correcting you. And you start feeling like you forgot how to read. (laughs) 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 All right. But we recorded in our own voice. It was submitted for Grammy consideration. Tremendously excited about that. But to answer your question as specifically and clearly as I can, get the book, make it a point, go to a small, independent, and possibly minority-owned bookstore and make the purchase there. Amen. Amen. We've done what we've done, Will, with some of the big purchases, the bulk purchases. We've made sure, please, let's not just go Amazon, click, boom. No, 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 no. When you go in, when I come in, those bulk purchases of 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 5,000 books to be distributed, those small independent book people, you can make their year. Amen. Amen. Man, thank you. Thank you for sharing that because that's a great idea for all of the authors who are listening and particularly the African-American or the minority authors uh, authors who are here. Well, my guest is the one and only Chris Garden. I want to thank you, brother, for being on with me as always. You are just a gentleman and a scholar. You're a friend. You're you're a man who makes it happen and an inspiration to so many. Thank you, my brother. We got work to do, man. Let's stay in touch, all right? You got a deal, man. Love you much. You know that. Love you, man. Love you, you, buddy. The pleasure. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) Folks, wow, what a great interview with Chris Gardner, the real Chris Gardner. That was him. And uh, my man, and he's he's but he said, I'm gonna make time for this, Will, because we are buddies and I want people to be inspired. And so thank you. But I want to again thank our sponsor, Truist, who has been such a good friend. Look, when you start with care. And you build a bank from there, you end up with Truist. So be sure to listen to the Truist podcast, Money and Mindset with Brighton Brian. It's real talk about ways to reach financial confidence and boost your mindset. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. Truist, again, where you start with care, you get a different kind of bank, Truist Financial. Go to winwithwilly.com and make sure to sign up for all of our resources, particularly our newsletter, and then stay connected to me. And remember... That for sure, for sure, for sure, your best is yet to come. Have a great day, a great week on purpose, and I look to talk to you soon. God bless you. enjoyed this podcast episode and I hope you got something of great value and I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program and I hope it helped you 
in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com slash shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.